Right now, it's Strava Craft Coffee. DNVR listeners, you guys can get 25% off your first purchase with the code DNVR25. And if you're a returning customer, you can use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your order. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. It can help relieve back pain, neck pain, arthritis, IBS, stuff that's been going on for a while, long-term uh, aches and pains that you just haven't been able to get rid of. Try out CBD, try out Strava Craft Coffee. It can really help a lot. So use the code DNVR20 for 20% off. If you're a first-time customer, DNVR25 will eat you 25% off at StravaCraftCoffee.com. That, is that what I think it is? Hang on a second. Wait, that's not right, is it? What's Turn that? it up. Is, is that what I think it is? What's up, guys? Welcome into the DMVR Nuggets post-game lounge. The Marcus Howard Hype Lounge, we should rename it as. Uh, what's going on, guys? We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use code DMVR when you sign up. I, I didn't know what was giving me a headache tonight, the Breck Brews or the camera in Oklahoma City. It seems like it's carried over to Denver. We got a handheld camera situation going on. with the camera here? No, why, you, want a wide, going on. you want wide broadcast, and then you, you leave it there. <laughs> it, was, seemed, it seemed like that camera was getting worse and worse. Oh, it was. I was waiting on. for highlights all night, and I got none. And I'm like One trying camera. to figure out why I couldn't get highlights. <laughs> I'm like, hey, they're going to see a different angle of this guy. Right. No different angles. Dude, I could have gone for a bunch of Josh Giddy highlights tonight. I could have gone for that one Poku highlight tonight. I could have gone for some Marcus Howard highlights tonight. But no, we just got one camera angle. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Hey, we'll at least it. they streamed the game. Turns out that's possible. Yeah, streaming on a website happens in 2021. It's incredible. Um, yeah, well, welcome in, guys. The story of tonight was wild because the vibes were terrible, like, all game. <laughs> all Last game. preseason game. Look, we went with the funky music tonight because, A, the Nuggets got a win. Mm. It ended a eight consecutive streak of losers lounges going back to last year's There's got to be something that's more than that. <laughs> There's got to be something more for the funky Finally, music. the preseason is over. We did it. We did Let's it, boy. Go. The preseason uh, is over. We made it. Uh, we made it thrill. One in four. The Nuggets finished preseason at. But guys, we we made it. We got the regular season opener in six days. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? I feel good. Uh, I'm just like all of the players on the court. I'm ready for the for the preseason to be over. Like. I'm so ready for the regular season. It felt like that was forever. Playing the same team, yeah. like, back-to-back, back, it made it a little bit more rough. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. so ready for it to be over. Like, we could play we could play that music all night long because I just really do, I really do want that to be over. Yeah. I feel great, man. I can't wait to watch Nuggets basketball. And you don't sweat the preseason results, but it's certainly no fun to watch them lose four straight games. Um it just it's good to have one one of my favorite parts about covering the nuggets being a nuggets fan right now is from the big picture stuff to the little picture stuff there's been all these little fun pockets reasons to have fun reasons to enjoy it you yeah. know from fan favorites to whatever just moments or whatever it may be and i know it's preseason but it was a moment tonight it was there a marcus was howard a moment. moment the preseason has been so I don't even want to say up and down because it's mostly been down. down yeah. It's been bad vibes. It's been kind of discouraging. We're going to do the stock report in segment number two. Stonks. And I bet there are going to be a couple guys whose stocks have definitely gone down yeah. this preseason. But tonight was a great night, a great note to end the preseason on. 100%. We finally got some good stuff from guys who probably aren't going to be playing actual minutes for the Nuggets this season. But that's not important right now. What's important is the Nuggets finish off the preseason on a high note. And um, I guess where we should start is with Marcus Howard. Uh, I didn't think he'd be the story of tonight, but as the second half wore on, he quickly became the story. 31 points, <laughs> 11 of 22 from the field, 9 of 17. He got up 17 threes tonight. Five rebounds, one assist, one steal. Five rebounds, though. Five rebounds. In 31 minutes. <laughs> Dev, what, what was going through your head when Marcus Howard took control of this game late? <laughs> that man is a bucket in every sense of the word. It does not matter how many shots he misses. He still knows the next one is going to go up. 
And, and you have to applaud a guy like that. Yeah, like Marcus yeah. Howard has not been great in the preseason itself. He doesn't get a lot of minutes. So think about like the mental, um, the mental edge that he has to give himself to still go out and get buck like shots right. up throughout the off season, get shots up throughout the regular season when everyone else is playing. And then when your when your number is called, you go out and you showcase the type of scorer that you are. We all know that Marcus Howard is a big-time scorer. We all know that he's a big-time shooter, and he hasn't been showcasing that. But he gets the opportunity, the green light to be able to do that, and he goes out and he has a 30-point night. A lot of the, you know, a lot of the viewers that are on here, they made the joke that Marcus Howard was going to score 30 points tonight <laughs> because that's the, just the type of player that right. he is, and then he, he lived up to that expectation. Yeah. So. I, I applaud a, a guy like that, that that really can, like, get himself through, like, tough times, good times, no matter the case may be, and stay true to himself. Yeah, yeah, that's fearless shooting out there, isn't it? Absolutely. And this is a guy who knows why he's out there, for better or for worse. And, of course, we've seen both. But for better or for worse, he is going to get his shots up. And to Dev's point, he will not let that last miss, that last poor performance, detract from his confidence. And here's the deal with Marcus Howard, whether he makes it in the NBA or in Denver or not, it'll be by having those moments, by filling it up, by scoring a lot. I mean, you literally can't pay the guy to pass. Denver's trying. So, I mean, this is it. This is how. This is what it looks like when Marcus Howard plays well. And so, uh, yeah, for better or for worse, credit credit to him for just understanding that every time he steps on the court. Yeah, Marcus Howard definitely knows his game yeah. and knows his skill set and what he's good at. And honestly, guys, like, I felt good for Marcus Howard. I was really happy for Marcus Howard Me tonight too. because we know what happened with him this last summer. He got COVID, missed Summer League, had to sign a two-way deal. I know for a fact that is not what he wanted to do. He wanted a real NBA contract. And he hadn't really had an opportunity this preseason so far because the Nuggets have just been trying to get their rotation on the same page. And he's on a two-way deal. He's probably going to spend a lot of time in the G League. But for him to have this moment, really like the first moment he's had since a little bit in the playoffs here and there, that last regular season right. game when I think he had 23 points. But for him to have this moment... I felt good for him. I was happy for him tonight. You know, yeah, especially when you look at like how the other guards played. Like for him to cap off the um, the preseason with a big time scoring night. Like you have momentum going into the season. Like we we all know that Marcus Howard is going to spend some time in the G League, but that's okay. Like for himself, like he goes into that. He knows that he just scored those type of nights. He's going to go into the G League and have a lot more nights like that. But oh, he'll yeah. be prepared. Um, and when his numbers called. Those are the type of nights that he's capable of. Um, he, he will have a lot of nights like tonight in the G League because tonight kind of felt like a G League game. I mean, Denver took 48 threes tonight. They took 87 shots overall. That's a <laughs> shot uh, thing that that's a shot range that you'd see in the G League. You know, a ton of threes, a ton of offense. So th this felt like a G League game. Marcus Howard will have more nights like this, I bet. But th did you? feel happy for him at all that oh, he finally had a breakout night dude of course i mean a couple of times i've been on record saying like i'm not sure if this is gonna work out that's not the same thing as me not wanting it to work out especially by the way fellow tiny king so like i'm in marcus <laughs> howard's corner i hope he makes it um it was cool it was cool for him to have that moment and i genuinely look i do like truckers when they're missing it can be tough yeah but i really do appreciate that for everything that has gone wrong for him, he he just was like, ah, this is my time right now. And he right. was right. He was right. He, when he hits these shots, he is fun to watch. And he's the kind of guy where when he's not, you're like, all right, why is he on the floor? And then he does that, and you're like, oh, that's why. Because mm -hmm. very few people can fill it up that quickly, even at this level. Yeah. 17 three-pointers in one game. Yeah. It's that, a lot. That's, you don't see that often. You just no. don't see that. Curry shooting those type of shots. Yeah. So think about the gap between Marcus Howard and Steph Curry. But you know what's like you know what there's not a gap at the 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 mindset that right. re regardless whenever I shoot it it's going to go in. That's just the type of mindset that he has. Um and for all of the attention to be on Bobo, all of the attention to be on, you know, Bones and all these other guys that are actually going to play throughout the regular season. You kind of had the idea that it was going to be Marcus Howard that led them in scoring. Like, he, he stays yeah. true to himself. Like, he, he really does not care about any of that type of stuff. 
Um, so now he takes a, a, a shit ton of shots. <laughs> yeah. But he still goes 50% from the field. Right. He's still efficient from the field, and he's still, sh- like, shooting. And also, like, he's he, he stepped up when it mattered. Like, to, to go into overtime and to still, like, know that he was hitting all those shots and to just stay aggressive throughout the whole night, like, that's a big night for him. Yeah, he definitely recognized the moment. I just looked this up for fun. Marcus Howard last year or two years ago at Marquette, his season high for three-pointers attempted was 18. So he has shot more three-pointers in a game Incredible. Before. He shot more than uh, 17. I think, like, I'm, I'm not good. We'll see. We'll see if I can even do it. Going back to rewatch this game, I want to see. <laughs> You're going to rewatch this game? Nope. Not even sure if that's possible. But I do want to, like, reflect on those, those threes that Marcus Howard took. Sure. Because... A lot of it, like, it was literally just him shooting. Like, there wasn't no play ran, no possessions, sometimes really not even any actions. I think the best executed possession they had all second half was the game-winning out-of-bounds play that Vlaco botched. Oh, well, yeah, we can get into that as well. That was maybe the best look they were going to get him. Other than that, it was Marcus finding those looks for himself. It's really, really fun to watch. So Marcus Howard, he had nine of the Nuggets' 11 points in overtime. He scored the first nine, then Bones hit two free throws at the end. Uh, I think he had 12 straight at one point from the fourth quarter into overtime. And let's talk about the last play, like you brought up, Vote, because this game almost didn't go into overtime. The Nuggets had a chance to win it. They drop what was a play that we all knew was going to Marcus Howard. I, I feel like everybody did, maybe except Vlatko, because Marcus Howard comes off a screen, is wide open for a potential game winner, and Vlatko, like, throws the ball up to Zeke Naji. Well, well, Marcus Howard was wide open on that play, wide. right? Vlatko has seen enough of Marcus Howard <laughs> taking the last shot of You're the like, game. like, whatever, dude. He's seen enough. First off, I mean, what it, what it tells you is that, like, he was not the first option. So, like, maybe. Um, you think so? Maybe, yeah, maybe in the huddle, like, the conversation was I that they're, go- they're already double teaming Marcus. They're, you know, they're going to be on mm. him. So, we're going to go to the second option. That's the only thing I could think of because just how open. Marcus right. Howard was with the momentum of coming off of the like shot. He wanted the shot. And and we he was we were all watching that play unfold, and we all thought it was going to Marcus Howard. He was set up perfectly. He was obviously coming around the the top on that the, that double high screen. It was so clearly going to him, and then Vlaco was just like, "Nah." <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that he would have banked it in too. <laughs> like that's just the type of night that he was having. That it was gonna go in. Yeah. Before the game vote, you actually said yes. That you made the comment about it going to overtime, and that's how I would lose uh, my bet, in which I did. So you <laughs> jinxed me. And then second off, you made the comment about Marcus Howard hitting a game winner. Yeah. While some are saying that was not a game winner that he hit, I'm choosing let me to tell count you, it. That is a game winner because if he misses it, the game is over. He makes it. He goes into overtime. Game extender. He maybe. goes into overtime and then closes them out. That is a game winner. He was the game winning player. That got him there and then also finished him off. So kudos. Hat tip to you. Hat tip to you. Uh, Another member of this podcast also made a bold prediction that Marcus Howard would score 25 or more points in the game. I'm not going to say this counts because it is preseason, but I think this just shows that Marcus Howard, if he has the minutes, if he has the opportunities, he can get hot in a hurry. So, like, he can definitely put up 25 in a game. So, I feel very good about that bowl prediction. I feel good about that bowl prediction heading into the season. The chat can read me like a book at this point. Someone <laughs> just said, Vote seems thoroughly annoyed with the Marcus over Faku takes. That's exactly what's happening internally. Um, but, yeah, we can move on. <laughs> so, yeah, hell of a night for Marcus Howard. 31 points, 9 of 17 from three. Way to end the Nuggets preseason on a high note uh, as Denver gets its first win of the preseason. One and four. Over the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think I want to go to my next biggest takeaway next. Uh, it's not Josh Giddy, although he was a big takeaway from <laughs> Wait, tonight. Re- really quick, really quick. Sure. Let's hit a super chat, Kale. I know there's one. Oh, we got a super Let's chat. Let's get it because they might stack up. Um, Hey, man, this is a legit question. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm as high as Faku as anyone. Um, yeah, Michael says at this current or if this current form continues into the season – how long do Faku lose his spot in the rotation? Look, man, uh, we were going to get to it in stock report, but we could probably just get to it now because it is a super chat. Faku's stock 
is down yeah. for sure yeah. this preseason, right? Absolutely. I mean, look, I, I'm not, I'm not selling yet, but the stock is low, and he, the, you know, we talked about the importance of the threes. He's way off. We talked about the importance of finishing around the rim. We haven't seen much of that yet. Um, we even, haven't even really seen him try. No, exactly. And some of his, even some of his passes. I mean, there are some unfortunate turnovers. Uh, he had a tough time defensively with Trey Mann the other night. Here's here's the deal. Here's he's the th- thing. He's three of nineteen from three in the preseason. I, just four of twenty two overall from the field. So all of his shots except three have been threes. I, I will say this though. I do believe that he is a Malone guy. And I do believe that, I mean, I know he was the starting point guard when they won the first round in six games. Does it have to be that way going forward? No. I mean, if someone outplays him like Bones or Austin Rivers, uh, there will be decisions that have to be made. I do think he's going to get his fair shake, though. I mean, it's not going to be a short leash. I think Malone wants Faku to be out there. I wonder what the conversations are going into the season about Faku. Because there has to be something to the fact that he's only shooting the three ball. Like, he's not even trying to get inside. The right. one attempt that we've seen him get inside today was a, a underhand floater that came back at him. It was not even... I don't even remember that, to be honest, oh, but it, I believe you. It was rough. <laughs> it was a rough play. But, like, the fact that he's still only shooting threes, like... And, and I, I understand that, like, he's not playing to, like, his strengths or, like, what um, what works for him, the type of player that he is, like a, a, a setup guy that gets others involved. But this is a setting where he's going against other second, like other second units, where he's going to be going against. So this is a place that he should strive at, um, regardless of who's out there with him. He had a lot of aggressive guys with him that are cutting. They're making the right plays. So it's not like he's in a summer league setting where guys aren't understanding yeah. how to play around him or, or what he does. Like these are all of the guys that he practices with. It's the same unit that he's playing with and he's yeah. gonna play with. So, like, I don't see where that changes. But the fact that he's only shooting threes and that's the worst part of his game, that worries me um, because yeah. I don't see how that changes. I don't see how you could get it better for him because shots are not falling, but he's also not a shooter. He's a really good passer that's not going to what his bread and butter is, and that's setting guys up and hitting the roll man right. and getting others involved. We're not seeing those things. We're seeing them settle. I think – Faku needs a roll man too. I mean, this is just a guy who need like the, that's how he poses a threat in the pick and roll. Is he can squeeze these passes in high, low, any angle? It's really been all pick and pop in the preseason. All pick and pop, and and for and for most of his Denver tenure, right? Unless he's with the starters. So yeah, I just don't. I don't know if Faku is set up for success with that second unit. Yeah, but I also don't know if he should start. So I, I look. I still believe in Faku. He's going to get his chance. It's the preseason. Uh, but I, I understand why these questions are trickling in. I, I think sure. they're fair. I think they're fair. Look, we saw last year that he's better with the starters, obviously, because he's got better teammates around him. Uh, everyone's better with Nikola Jokic. Um, and also, he just fit better with that group. Right. His skill set was better maximized with that group. He's not going to be a starter this year. Yep. Monte's the starter. That's uh, just set in stone, in my opinion. And so he's just going to have to make it work or... They might have to look for another option, but I think Dev brought up a great point. The fact that he's only shooting threes is concerning because he does get into the lane, but the defense knows that he's not putting it up when he gets in there. He's just looking to pass every single time. I agree. You could even tell that tonight. So um, that was, yeah, it's been a a rough preseason for Faku for sure. No doubt. Do we have another uh, super chat, Kale, or is that it? This one from Addison. Winner's Lounge Funk is such a vibe. I've missed it. I've missed it too. We missed it. I've man. missed it too, Addison. By the way, if you thought we were you thought we weren't getting funky for this. We were looking for any <laughs> excuse we could get. So yeah, yeah, we know we said the first, all those preseason losses don't matter. This win doesn't matter either, but we're still gonna celebrate it, baby. Let's yeah. go. Let's eight, go. Eight straight losers lounges definitely meant we needed the funky music for sure. Um oh boy, hell of a night. Hell of a night, the Marcus Howard hype lounge. I I didn't even know if this would happen, but uh, I'm happy it did. I think we're it, all better people because of it. Is it sustainable? I don't know, Harrison, but here's what I know about sustainability. Ball reached out to us, uh, and they do need help here in the Denver metro area uh, at their golden plant. They have floor manufacturing positions for production technicians and other roles available. And that's because they need to make more cans, fellas. 
In 2020, Ball made over 101 billion cans. 101 billion with a B, billion. That's a lot of cans. So Bull's hiring production technicians to bake even more aluminum beverage cans, and they're adding line capacity to their 400-person plant uh, right Golden, here Colorado. in Golden, Colorado. The demand for sustainable aluminum beverages, beverage cans is greater than ever. Uh, here's the deal. You can check out hashtag work at ball online and to apply for a position at their aluminum can plant, just text golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for golden. That's jobs.ball.com and search for golden or simply text golden to 77222. Love it. It's football season. Which means it's DraftKings season. Actually, depending on who you ask, it's always DraftKings season, fellas. But here's the deal. Right now, DraftKings uh, Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook and an official sports betting partner of the NFL, they're offering new customers $100 in free bets if they place just $1. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. New customers can bet just $1 on any, on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. One point. But you are going to win that bet. So it's still a no-brainer. And DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. That's kind of what you're looking for from your sportsbook. Download, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 in any NFL game and win $100 in free bets. If either team scores a point, that is promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be at 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I was just looking on the DraftKings app. There's a 50% profit boost if you bet any five-leg college football parlay. So you have to bet a five-team parlay, but you get a 50% profit boost on it's DraftKings. It's a setup. It's a setup. <laughs> the veteran gambler says it's a setup. I think uh, I think he's right. Uh, welcome back to the DMVR Nuggets post-game lounge presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DMVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, should we go into the stonk report? Should we should we hit the stonk report real quick? Stonks? Let's hit it. First of all, winner's lounge stonk? It's way up. <laughs> way up. This, this feels appropriate, though. The preseason's done. Five games of preseason basketball to analyze. I think we can go through the stonks and, and say whose stonk is up and whose stonk is down. Let's start with the starters. Let, let's just go through, honestly, let's go through, like, the starters and the bench. Um... Nicole Jokic, stock up, stock down, or just right? I'm going to stay with us out there. We already know. We already know what this one is. Jokic's stock only goes in one direction, baby. One direction. (laughs) It just keeps going up. To the moon. But I mean, like, seriously, though, he's been really good. Like, low key, really good. (laughs) We kind of knew, so we've treated that as something to not talk about. Yeah. But he is in first gear, and he looks just as good as he's ever looked. I think what's great about it is we've only seen him, like, in moments, like, not a lot, but he's came and he's conquered. Like, he's, he's been dominant in his minutes, and he's right back to the bench where it's like, you don't have to think about, like, if he's good. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think about if he's lost an edge. There's been none of those type of things. He's came into, like, into games, dominated, and he's right back to the bench. The, the team has played well when he's been in. He's played well when he's in. And you don't have to say, like, oh, he's, you know, like, does he want it anymore? We still know that he's really, really good. And that, that has to be up. Yeah, I've just got a lot of confidence after watching Jokic's preseason that he's going to come out night one of the regular season and just be a force. Yeah. You know, I, based on what he did this preseason, I think that's pretty set in stone. He's going to be really good from day one. Uh, let's move on. Michael Porter Jr., stock up, stock down, even. We can go even, too. All right. Like, after the last game, it's down. But after the preseason, I'm still going to say up. I think Porter's I'm, look. I'm even. Can I do an even? Yeah, that's fair. I'm even on Porter. Dev? I'm even as even. well. Yeah. Because we've seen his highs where he's just knocking down shots and he's um, doing what he has to do. Like, Even's knocking, the right like answer. he's doing everything. But at the same time, we've seen that before. I'm ready to see the change in, in Michael Porter's game. I'm ready to see him add something to his game. We know he can score, we know he can shoot. W- when is the change going to come? Yeah. His stats look good on paper. 18 points per game in the preseason, 48.8% from the field, 45% from three on almost seven threes a game. 
honestly, he'll probably score a little bit more in the regular season just because he's going to be playing more minutes. He only played 24 minutes a game in the preseason. But his percentages look about right. I mean, honestly, I think he's looked pretty good by eye test. We have a sour taste in our mouths because that was his... Sure. That was not just a bad game. Like, that was the kind of game that people use as evidence. Like, people who are low on Porter, those performances are why. Yeah. Having said that, just the game prior, six assists, that nice pass, nice pass to Jokic. I actually do think he's looked more comfortable going to the rim. You know, he's certainly not going to have great handle. But I don't know, man. I, I remain confident that we're going to see a better Michael Porter Jr. I was hoping we were definitely going to see a substantial <laughs> jump on defense this season. At this point, I don't know if we're going to get one. I hope we do. I still think there's a good chance that we do. Uh, yeah. Um, but based on the preseason, I don't know if he's going to make a big leap defensively. That's he, probably why most of all I'm neutral. I'm curious what you think of this. I, all of these guys defensively, when Jamal Murray's back, that's starting five. I feel a little bit better about all of them with the way they fit together. And I know it was a, a, a small sample size, but they were so dominant. They were switching things defensively. They looked comfortable with their aggregate size. For Porter, it was a little bit more about weak side yeah. help, you know, and, and and he can do that. So in their final form, I think he could be competent in the regular season. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think that's scary to like like you take things for granted. Like mm. I would have never thought that Jamal Murray in defense, you know, like <laughs> would be the 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 anchor in right. a way or like something that you truly do miss. Yeah. I mean, you miss them in so many different ways. I didn't think it would be on a defensive end, but now you start to see like the little things like, okay, maybe he did help um, that side of, of the ball um, and, and you need him in those type of moments. And I think that's good for teammates also to realize like, okay, he, he really was a pretty, a pretty good defender or at least trying or trending up in the right direction. But we've, yeah. we have seen those low lows for sure. Oh, for this sure. preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Play along in the comments as well. Let, let me know what you guys think about uh, these players, stock up or stock down. What about Aaron Gordon, guys? Aaron Gordon, let me read you off his preseason stats. Um, not the prettiest offense, shooting 37.5% from the field, 33% from three, 9.3 points per game in almost 24 minutes. I'm probably neutral on this one again. <sighs> Optimist vote checking in. One thing about me, guys, is that I th I think that Denver Nuggets are really good. The Marcus Howard hype cast got you really optimistic. No, I think <laughs> everyone remembers what these guys look like in that last game where they looked absolutely garbage. And I don't remember Gordon's stats off the top of my head. I'm sure he tanked his three-point percentage in that last game. Yeah, uh, I can actually tell you. Uh, he went 1-4 against the Clippers. 2 of 3 against Golden State, 1 of 2 against Minnesota, then 0 of 3 against the Thunder. Okay, so... So, kind of. That didn't help, yeah. yeah. Here's here's why. Here's why. I know the stats don't look great. Physically, he looks better. Yeah, and, he and does. And that, that matters to me more than, like, oh, is he is he lighting it up out there? I'm also up on uh, Aaron Gordon. Just because I feel like he put in the work in the offseason, he, he looks different. Like, you could tell he... He looks he, great. He, he cared about the offseason and, and, and tried to progress on that side of the – he's also aggressive. Like, I think he's aggressive. Um, the last game we didn't see him, um, you know, per se, yeah. um, on, on, on just being as aggressive as he could be. But that's only a one-game sample size, and he, he came out really, really strong. Yeah, maybe I'm a little harsh, but that last game just is the last image I have of Aaron Gordon. But – I, I've been on this podcast, you know, all week and saying, like, I've, I'm buying his explosiveness. Yeah. I'm buying his attack mentality. Point that arrow so up, baby. Maybe, maybe Point that arrow up. Uh, let's go to the rookie. Let's go to Bones Highland, guys. And Bones Highland did a lot of work tonight. 36 minutes, 4 of 15 from the field, 3 of 10 from 3, 13 points, 7 assists, 2 turnovers. Stock up for sure. I'm super up on, on Bones. All uh, right. I'm sure he led the, the, the preseason in minutes. He you did. don't see that from a rookie. He uh, led it he led the Nuggets in minutes and shot attempts. As a rookie. Yeah. Like that's the confidence. That's also the trust um, from the coaching staff and getting a real look at their their young guy who's probably gonna play a lot of minutes this year. Um, knock down the three ball, um, which you know, we, we knew he was gonna be he was gonna be a scorer. But it's the it's the playmaking that really stands out to me. He's made sure to get everybody involved. He led the team in 
in in shots, but he's probably led the team in assists if you look at the like in the preseason yeah. itself. Um, he also like he plays to like you know what what the Nuggets want to do. They want to push the pace. They want to try to uh, get the ball up the court as fast as they can. They want to be able to shoot the three ball, um, and he he does all those things. So I'm really high on him. Right What's now. interesting, Bones and Faku played the two most minutes this preseason bones played 139 minutes Faku played 109 minutes they all played in both there they both played in all five games bones finished with 23 assists Faku finished only 14 so bones tallied a ton more assists than Faku did despite the fact that like i mean those guys play at the same time Faku's got the ball in his hands a ton but that's just interesting how bones got nine more assists in just 20 more minutes than Faku this preseason. That's that's notable, in my opinion. Dude, you know what's funny? We thought we did that Bones hype cast for the player preview video that yeah. premiered today at 5 p.m. So much has changed since that video. We were almost too low on him. We were like, <laughs> is he going to play? And then, like, in the last four days, we've learned, oh, yeah, he definitely definitely is. I mean, yeah, he's for sure locked down a spot in the rotation. He's going to be the backup shooting guard. I, I will I will say I'll do a little bit of glass of cold water. The last two games defensively have been rough. Sure, for Bones, sure. they've been rough, and that sure. by the way that is the argument against him playing right away. Yeah, and I'm not saying he shouldn't or that he won't. Just if you're looking to craft that argument, and it starts there. Yeah, and um, on the DNVR.com today we premiered the Bones Highland right. player preview video. And Adam Morris, not on the show tonight, but we all know he does the great list breakdown. He had 15 clips of Bones Highland from the preseason and that player preview. That part is for members only. You can find it on thednvr.com. But in that list, he showed a couple plays where Bones Highland got beat defensively. So, like, that's definitely something to track, you know, as we go on into the season for him. Let's continue. What about Will Barton, guys? Will Barton. Played in the second night of a back-to-back tonight. 14 points, 6-9 from the field. That looked pretty good tonight. I'm taking that stock if you don't want it. Yeah, Yeah, I'll take it. What what do you think of Barton tonight and in the preseason? Great, especially tonight. Um, He started out the game actually yesterday the way that he did today where he's – it doesn't look like he was, like, injured at all. Like, he's not rusty or anything like that. Um, Still aggressive, still trying to score, still a playmaker that – just understands how to put the ball in the basket and that's what you're going to need to do in this league um also like just with how much the nuggets are going to need him this year there's going to be those times that he has to force like four shots up and things of that nature but he doesn't seem to have like to do that right now like yeah. they're, they're giving the ball he's going early he's also getting to the rim in ways that we have not seen in a while that that the nuggets have have desperately needed um so this is even though he was injured, I feel like he's a player that put in time in the offseason yeah. to try to get himself going and just try to um, start fresh and, and get himself going. Yeah, my stocks are way up for Will. I'm I'm very excited about what he could do this season. After, especially after tonight, where he looked great. You know, he he did exactly what yeah. the Nuggets wanted him to do tonight. 17 minutes of work, 14 points, super efficient from the field. Didn't turn it over. He was he was great tonight. He was great and. Agree or disagree? From last season to this season, Will Barton's biggest area of improvement, rim, right? Attacking the rim, finishing around the rim. Yeah. Is that fair? I, I mean, it was so miserable last year, probably almost certainly because of the injury. Tonight, I mean, I know it wasn't exactly like Team USA he was playing against out there, but assertive, confident, effective around the rim, that's exactly what you're looking to see. And then the deep shot, he's confident with it, um, which I know scares some people, but... Look, at some point, like your offense is going to be Will Barton wide open from three. You want him to feel good about those shots. Yeah, a great barometer for how Will Barton feels about his body and his health is how aggressively he's attacking the rim and what his lift looks like when he gets there. And these last two games, aside from that one play where he got blocked, I I, I even forget who that was against last game. He looked great. He's a great in that department. Yeah, who did block? Was it Poku that blocked him? Was it Poku? I think it was Poku who blocked him. That would have been a great time to see that burst of the at the rim. Yeah, other than been that play, about. he's had a lot of I bursts agree. at the rim. I, he's looked good, man. He's looked good. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going here, guys. What about PJ Dozier? PJ Dozier. Damn. My stocks are up on PJ Dozier. I know he had a rough game last night. Look, ev- everybody did pretty much, especially the bench, other than Jeff Green, but. Um, I think P.J. Dozier still set up for a breakout year. Still set up for one. 
Yeah, I mean, you know what you're going to get with him. He's really like the yeah. consistent guy. And he also is like that, that Swiss Army knife that just does it on both ends of the floor. Uh, he rebounds at a high level. He can defend uh, multiple positions, which you, you desperately need. He also he can score, and that doesn't get talked about uh, enough, um, the fact that he's, he's aggressive and trying to score so often. Um, you could put him in with the starters. You could put him with the bench unit. It does not matter where you put him. You could just insert him, and he's going to bring the same type of uh, energy and production. So, of course, you have to be high on him. Plus, there was no injuries or anything yeah. like that. So it, it was great. I mean, like, yeah, it depends on your perspective, right? Like, based off that last game from the last time we played this game, it's down. But overall, it's up. It has to be. Yeah. Um, I actually, I'll disagree with you a bit, Dev. I actually feel like I don't, or at least have not in the past, known what we're getting from PJ. But I feel better about that this year. At least in the preseason, the shot looks good. The decision-making has looked a little more, um, not just smart, but, like, intentional. I Sometimes Dozier can do this kind of Moutier thing where he just gets by the guy, the point of attack defense, and then you kind of see him making up the plan in real time. Yeah. Less of that so far in the preseason, and I love that. So P.J. Dozier, in 87 minutes, only turned the ball over once this preseason. Just one turnover, and I think I remember it's a it, great too. great stat. Um, but I wonder if some of that has to do with the fact that, A, he's probably not handling the ball a ton yeah. with Faku and Bones. Probably didn't handle it a ton last year, come to think of it, with Monte and Faku on the second unit. But he's he's still not handling a ton. He, he's got a pretty defined role this year, maybe even a little bit more defined than last year. So uh, my, my stocks are definitely up for PJ for sure. He's also, in theory, going to play in position this year. And that's one thing to remember about his season last year was where he, like PJ Dozier was playing power forward sometimes. So right. it's been a weird go for him. Right. Uh, let's go to the starting point guard, Monte Morris. Stonks up. Stonks down, about the same. I mean, to play the game the right way, I'll I'll do this. Uh, but I'm not concerned. Is that? Yeah, I don't. I even, don't know, man. I look, look, I mean, he certainly hasn't quick. looked good. I'm I'm down on him, but also it's like with the caveat that he's coming back yeah, from an injury. I guess I got to go down too. Yeah, Just but he slightly. has not looked himself. Uh, there was moments like he he hit some shots in the you know in that other game. Uh, I can't remember if it was last night or the game before. I want to say <laughs> it was the day, the day before. Yeah, preseason. I'm glad it's over. But he he made shots. Um, still taking care of the ball. But when you become a starter, it's not those same type of things that you're that you're asked to do, um, especially on a team that's like a contender and you're you're taking over for a really good guard that they're really missing. Um, so you have to fill that void. Do I feel like he's filled uh the shoes of jamal murray not even close yeah. like I, I like I, I feel like that's one of the the worst murray games like the type of games that he's been putting uh together and, and you have to be better than that when when you're the starter um for this nugget squad so it's not that i'm down on monte morris i just i expected more of him, and the nuggets need more from him if they're going to be able to win games we did we did say like three weeks ago for media day we said Hey, let's prepare for a slower start than usual for Monte, given the sure. injury of the offseason. And we'll reserve our any sort of concerns, I think, till that bleeds into to when it matters. Yeah. Look, nobody's going to replace Jamal Murray, but Monte Morris, I think, like for this Nuggets team to reach its peak in the regular season before Jamal Murray gets back, he's going to play at that level he was playing at against the Trailblazers. That's the best basketball I've ever seen Monte Morris play, man. Uh, aggressive, yeah. just pulling up like when he just has that sliver, uh, sliver of airspace, really confident in his three. He hasn't shot it well from three this preseason. That's another thing. But that's the Monte I want to see. He hasn't been that guy this preseason. I still think he can get to that, uh, but has been a tad disappointing so far. Who else do we want to go to here? How about... Oh, boy. Jeff Green. Jeff Green. How about Jeff Green, guys? I don't... All right. Here's a take. There was a lot of Jeff Stocks Green. Down. There was a lot of Jeff Green talk from us. So I'm even. I guess I did this to Jeff Green more than Jeff Green did. I'm even on Jeff Green. You guys are down. Let me rattle off his preseason stats. Jeff Green, fifth or uh, that's minutes. Eight points. Fifty percent shooting from the field. Forty-four percent shooting from three. Nah. Say what his plus minus was. I'm gonna leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> minus a lot. He was actually. 
a minus 42 in how many minutes? 62 minutes. And that looks a lot better than we thought it was going to look before that third quarter last night against the Thunder. So that's the thing. If you take out that fourth quarter from last night, he was atrocious in the, in the, the preseason. Like, really, really <laughs> down and bad. And that kind of saved him. And his numbers are still low. Um, I mean, the, the positives, he gives them an athlete that they just don't have. Like, uh, of course, Aaron Gordon's a, like a big-time like dunker and stuff like that. But he doesn't do the same type of dunks that um, Jeff Green attempts. Um, the type of dunks that he's able to do. Jeff in Green game, tries to catch bodies. He really does. And you need that type of like uh, yeah. energy and momentum from a player. And also, uh, one thing that's really uh, positive, like they were just talking about how Jeff Green was one of the guys that was calling other guys out. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. veteran leadership that they just have not had in a long time, and especially being an older guy. Um, I don't know if they've ever had a guy that's been calling them out. At least they haven't been vocal about it. So, like, those are, like, the positive things. But on the court, he has not been good so far. So, uh, hopefully he turns it around where he's able to, um, to just play more and just to be more consistent. I think there's a good comment from Donnie that says, like, Jeff Green is not a center and that's not his fault, which is a great point. Like, the second unit struggling is not on Jeff Green. However, that is probably the position he will play by default. So, that is how it's going to go. Having said all that, Harrison has the right answer. You talked me into it. It's even. Look, Jeff Green has You're spent right. 14 years in the NBA. I didn't expect him to get super hyped for the preseason. He's been fine. Um, when he did go up for that dunk tonight, I was like, oh, boy. Like, damn, Jeff Green. Um, <laughs> we kind of knew he still had that in him from uh, our season preview where we were rating the highlight on all his dunks. But um, Jeff Green can still get up. He can still get up. You're right. You're right. I, I You know what it was? It was just like... For whatever reason, there was some Jeff Green hype, you yeah. know, like hype going into because the training Because he's a game. good player. He is a good he player. He was on good team and last he, year. And he played well. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I overreact. Even. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, you guys know what's one underrated and under-talked about aspect of Colorado? What's that? You can legally smoke marijuana recreationally. Did you know that? I knew that. Did you guys know that? I knew that. Viewers uh, at home, now you know. Now you know. You, you heard didn't. it here first. One way to do that is with Solace Meds. They have four convenient Colorado locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Huit Ridge, one off Broadway, and one just blocks away from us at the DNVR bar on East Colfax. Here's what's going down in October. Dixie Gummies, 25% off. Solace Bars, 25% off. That's a steal. Solace Sticks, 25% off. Mile High Extractions, 25% off. Summit. 25% off. Summit. 1906 drops, 25% off. But wait, there's more. Halloween specials, 1030 and 1031. The entire store is buy three, get one free. 1031, you get a goodie bag with a purchase of $50 or more. And we haven't even gotten to the DNVR part, baby. Oh. If you head into any location, you can get a free Solace Bar or King Cone when you mention the DNVR 20 code. That is any location of Solace Meds. Head in and mention DNVR 20. You're going to get that free Solace Bar or King Cone. You're also going to receive 20% off your order. Solace Meds, check it out. One read I know a little bit less about, Chevalier Mortgage. Uh, Look, uh, here's all you need to know about Chevalier Mortgage. Thank you. Buying a house sucks. It's complicated. It's stressful. Mike and Virginia Chevalier make that process super easy. That's great. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472 or visit that same website. Hey, here's the deal. They've got a fun perk for DNVR listeners, too. If you head to that website, that's dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. But most importantly, get set up with that free consultation to discuss all your options, Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006, Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. And last but not least, the best in the beef business, the blue collar beef. We're talking Wagyu. Oh, Here's baby. how you can get your hands on Hassel Cattle Company and their delicious Wagyu beef. Step one, Google the DNVR bar. Step two, follow the directions. Step three, order a burger. Uh, we do them right here. If you're trying to take it home, though, go to HassleCattleCompany.com. 
and use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. Now, I know some of these deals are first-time customers. Right. First time you punch the code in. But that's the sweet part about this one. You get 10% off every single time. Every single time. That you use time. code DNVR10. Get some blue-collar beef in your life. What are you waiting for? Love it. Welcome back to the DNVR Nuggets post-game show. DNVR Nuggets podcast as well. I know we got some super chats that we've got to hit. We got to hit the DraftKings king of the game as well. Let's see what Kale's got for us here. Oh, Eric Weedle. Eric Weedle. I know that dog. guy. Oh, hey, Eric. That's actually awesome. Another one from Eric Weedle. Do, Do you, you guys, guys miss, miss me? me? Uh, not really. It feels like you're here with us because <laughs> I'm reading the chat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course we miss you, Eric. Uh, from Josh Moore. Do you guys miss Eric? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, we miss him. Yes. Uh, from I, Jacob... Aaron Gordon stocks way up defense, defensive, defensive cornerstone. Cornerstone, cornerstone and athlete for Jokic. That's all I need. He is a, he if you're thinking about potential fits in the NBA next to Nicole Jokic and Michael Porter Jr., there aren't that many guys that are a better fit than Aaron Gordon. Like Giannis, sure. Sure, man. Um I mean, we tried to make a list so many times, right, when looking for this piece. Yeah. And we struggled. I'm uh, not going to recognize that. That's not a who, super chat. Who so. is that? <laughs> who is that? If you want to get a comment on the screen, Adam. use the super chat function. A dame. <laughs> yeah. You can pay, Adam. Uh, anyway, what was the question? Uh, we miss you, Adam, of course. Yeah, we do. Eric Gordon's fit with Jokic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that... To the point where, like, how many guys could you really name? And and the, I think the guys you here's the other point: the guys you would name above Aaron Gordon are like unattainable, ungettable, like Giannis, yeah. Anthony Davis. Not that anyone really wants that, but it would be good. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think Aaron Gordon is way up there in terms of realistic options for Denver to try to bolster, you know, that defense. Definitely agree. Are we done with super chats? Yep. Cool. Let's hit the DraftKings King of the Game. Whoa. Who do we think it is, guys? Uh, let me guess. He's not from Boston. He's closer to my height than it's Bulls. Marcus Howard. Marcus. 31 points. Not a 17 from three. Game shot? What does that mean, Kel? The game extender? It was the game extender. You are extender. right. He did take a shot in the game. No, I love it. I love it, Kale. It's perfect. Marcus Howard stonks up. Yeah. Dude. I got to say it. Well, stonks are up. I mean, yeah, after that game. Come on. I'm just saying he missed a lot of shots before it. Marcus Howard, like, is what he is, man. He's going to either hit all those shots and he looks awesome, or he's going to miss some and look look subpar. I'm excited to see Marcus Howard in Grand Rapids with the gold this season. I'm excited to see my guy, Matt Ryan. I'm building shooters. A, they got shooters. I'm building a mansion though. on Matt Ryan Island. I'm just letting all you guys know right now. You can if take you, up real estate if you want. If you guys are confused about Matt Ryan, he's, he's the guy that looks a lot like Harrison that you've seen hanging around. <laughs> Maybe a Fairview High School alum. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> no, his it, Marcus's stocks are up. And here, here's the deal, like all jokes aside, and not just trying to limit him, but an actual opinion. He is going to be must-see TV in the G League. Oh, for sure. I, you're going to see that more than once, I think. Yeah. I can't be uh, – I'm telling – I just can't get over the fact that a, a guy does not play throughout the entire year. They did not have a G League, so he was not able to play. Yep. Yeah. Didn't play in uh, um, summer league this year, but he stayed ready. Like definitely throughout the entire year. Like I really do think that that's just that's something that you don't see. Like you know, you hear guys um, that get down on themselves or go through like slumps or um, they're just not like mentally there with the team. But that's not like you don't hear that about Marcus, and that's big. Yeah. If Eric was here, he'd be like, I could see Marcus starting some games for the night. <laughs> just kidding, Eric. Um. Another guy who looked pretty good tonight, Devon Reed, Mr. Dependable. Hit a couple threes, <laughs> nine points, yeah. 20 minutes. Did you just want to say Mr. Dependable or kind do you of. want me? <laughs> kind of. I'm also excited to watch him in Grand Rapids. Here's another guy I want to talk about for the stock report. Zeke Naji. 34 minutes tonight, a game or not a team high, almost a team high, just was only outplayed by Bones, I think, in minutes. What do we think about Zeke Naji this preseason? Stonks I mean, up. Preseason stonks, stonks are down, but that last game, they're up. They're, they're up. up for me. That that was the best he's looked in a minute, right? They're up for me because he was coming off summer league. 
that was as low as Zeke Naji's stock has been since the DMVR Nuggets draft show last year. Uh, but he looked pretty good tonight, I thought. Uh, he's hit some threes this preseason, hit one tonight. His defense has been there. He was a, even a good defender at Summer League when he couldn't hit a thing. But he was still a good defender. I thought he played good defense tonight. Um, I'm getting back in on Zeke Naji. Yeah, these are the type of Zeke Naji type of games that you uh, you expect. He doesn't have to wow you with his uh, scoring. He doesn't have to go out there and just, you know, um, grab every rebound or anything like that. He just has to be dependable. He has to be a guy that you can rely on, um, play like hard-nosed defense, um, just fit in. That's the type of player that you want, especially with – with him, you forget that he's such a young guy just because he has yeah. that old type of game and a veteran feel to him. Um, and just put him in those type of situations where he just he's just out there playing and he's just making sure that things happen. A lot of what he does goes beyond the box score. So, like, even looking at that does not matter. And today was one of those old Zeke Naji games where you're like, hey, that's exactly what we needed from you and you got it done. Yeah. The thing about Zeke is I could even tell this a little tonight, man. He still seems like he's pressing a little. Yeah. And yeah. this has been a theme throughout the entire preseason. This was even a theme in the su in Summer League. He's just pressing. It seems like ex he has really high expectations for himself. And he had some good moments last year, but never really broke into the ro rotation. And it seems like he's just still trying to do maybe a little too much. Tonight he was better. Tonight, this was the best he's played this preseason, but overall, it still seems like he's pressing and just trying to force the issue a little, and he's not really letting, letting the game come to him as much as he was last year. Yeah, pressing or, like, something adjacent to nervous, right? Like, he almost, when Zeke has an opportunity, it's almost like you can see the gears turning in his head yeah. that he know he has one. Um, and I think you talked about this pre-show. You asked Michael Malone about Zeke, and... I thought he said a lot without saying anything explicit. There was a Definitely. lot of concession in that answer. Like, Zeke is firmly on the outside of the rotation. Um, and I think he needs to build that confidence up. I'll say this. I think he can defend at the NBA level. Definitely. I, I feel really confident about that. Definitely. And so I hope, um, you know, he's still such a young player. That confidence is something that can be built. So we'll see. But I think right now, uh, you know, we wanted to say stock up because he played better tonight. Generally speaking, though, I, I think we all know that Zeke, Zeke has some work to do. Yeah, I just... He's looked better in the preseason for sure than Summer League, I think. So, because of that. You guys just both in the chat right now? What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to get out of there. Um, any other thoughts from, from the game tonight, guys? I mean, we could go into, like, Josh Giddy corner or Poku dude, corner I, if we really wanted I kinda to. I at least want to take a second. Sure. Those guys whip ass, dude. Yeah. Poku is nice with it, and the, and Josh Giddy is for real, man. I mean, he, he... Absolutely for real. He's not a guy... Like, if you were just looking at drafting media photos, you wouldn't pick him out as like, ooh, I bet he moves different out there. Yeah. But he does. Another he, Fairview High School alum. Josh oh, wow. Giddy. Look at that. Yeah. He moves with a confidence and a he, grace he of, like... He literally didn't go there. A high-quality... <laughs> Literally, of a high-quality player. He's good, man. He's really good. I, I'm a Josh Giddy fan. Like, it sucks that he's on OKC because, I mean, first, you, you are going to be able to see him play this year and just, like, you know, moving forward. But it won't be meaning, meaningful minutes. Like, it's going to actually stunt his growth to not be able to play those minutes that count because that's a good he, You player. don't think he's going to play? I think he'll, he might no, play a lot. I think he'll play, but yeah. they're going to be down by so much it won't matter. Good games won't matter. Yeah, I know we got a lot of Australian people in the chat, so I we had to hit on Josh. Giddey. Oh, he's good, man. He's. Good. I'm a Josh Giddy fan. I'm also picking out real estate on Josh Giddy Island. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what he was gonna be, just kind of watching his tape. But I was sold tonight. I was absolutely sold tonight. Are we sold on Poku as well? Uh, what could have I mean, been? Uh, the I mean, Nuggets uh, had some interest, but he went. He went before the Nuggets had their pick. Anyway, I'm not but sold on what Poku, could have been? but I love watching him play. <laughs> like he does awesome things on the court, man. He's a he's a weirdo in a good way. Yeah, he's like a like a circus act out there. Like he, you're you're forced to watch him, especially tonight. He really did play um, well. Um, he's out there just making things happen. I'm not a Poku guy uh, per se. Yeah, I actually was like 
I was late to the, like the the party when everyone else was talking about him. I'm like the talk of draft Twitter. I'm like who the hell is Poku? Yeah, I'm you know, not, like trying yeah. to like look him up and things like that. I don't know who he was. Um, and so he now, looks like, like an extra from. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> don't make me say that. That's for the slack. But yeah, like uh, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> That's for on the him. slack. One one thing I will like uh, that I do want to touch on or like at least just say like bowl bowl tonight. Like oh yeah, we, let's do bowl. Yeah, he had great energy. Like like. I actually will say that I'm up on the sure. whole bowl. I'll really go up will. too. Not the fact that, like, I really don't think that he's a part of this team or, like, a part of, like, the rotation. Agreed. going to get all those type of minutes. But it was great to see him care for once. It was great to see him not, like, I don't I don't remember a Bobo moment where he was moping. Even if he's not playing well, he's still out there trying to give, like, maximum effort. He, he The way that he defends, man, like, if someone could get him to buy in, he really can alter the way like a game is actually played because there's guys that he, like he's getting broke down. And he's still getting his hands on the ball for re, like for blocks. Yeah, he grabbed every rebound that came his way. It feels like every time the the second unit guys have to foul him because they have no other chance. He's knocking down the three ball, and you don't see that from a guy with his type of size. Right. So I'm I'm high, like not high. I'm up. Like I, I wanted to say he's my stock's up. up a little too. My stock's up a little too. If he just plays minutes, he's going to block shots. Do you guys know or want to guess how many blocks he had this preseason in five games? In five games, I'll say not 10. I'll say 10. 12? 14. Man. 14 blocks in five games. I mean, so look, he's pretty much going to get at least two blocks a game if he's out there. The stocks are up. I mean, a big part of this is that the stocks were as low as they could be at one point. Yeah. They really were. Yeah. Uh, but they're up. I mean, look, we got it. Like he could either look better or look worse, and he looks better so far. So credit to him for that. Still think, you know, talking about guys having a long ways to go, he's got a very long way to go towards that rotation. But the stocks are up right now. Yeah. Well, unless you guys got anything else, I, I think that's all we got from tonight. The Marcus Howard hype lounge. I don't know if we were gonna get one. We did. I'm so happy we did. Can I say this? I've never felt this way before. I'm a little mad at Vlaco. Oh. I mean, come on, bro. That play worked out perfectly. Bro was wide open. I digress. They won. It's fine. He was wide open. Huh. The play seemed like it did work perfectly. I thought that was I thought that shot was going in and it never even happened. But it's all right. It worked yeah. out. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. More viewers than I thought we'd get after the fifth Yo, preseason game on the second night of a back-to-back. Thank you, guys. We love you. <laughs> you Thank guys you rock. so much. Thank you so much. By the yeah. way, appreciate all the um, difference in opinion in the chat. Like, we're interested in what you guys think. Whether, you know, we have our opinions, you have yours. But this chat's been popping. Um, this is a lot of people for <laughs> a fifth preseason game. Uh, we love you. And this is all just going up. This is all just going up. The, ne the real thing starts next week. Yeah, right? we got the preseason opener next Wednesday. Of course, we'll be doing a pregame, postgame show for that. We'll have pods, a pod tomorrow, pods leading into the game next week as well. Can't wait. Oh, oh of course. Dude, of course, we, of course, we of course. See, we see a very fun and mystical show in your future tomorrow. Let's just cut to the chase. Just say it. Just say yeah, it. Yeah, Ariana Lenarski on the show Friday, tomorrow, when most of you are probably listening to this today, reading tarot cards, telling you exactly what's going to happen in the Nuggets season. That's happening tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. What she says is 100% facts. It was last year, at least. So make sure to tune into that tomorrow, Friday. Uh, we'll be going live, of course, from the DNVR YouTube channel for that. Talk to you guys then. Right now at Strava Craft Coffee, DNVR listeners, you guys can get 25% off your first purchase with the code DNVR25. And if you're a returning customer, you can use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your order. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. It can help relieve back pain, neck pain, arthritis, IBS, stuff that's been going on for a while, long-term uh, aches and pains that you just haven't been able to get rid of. Try out CBD, try out Strava Craft Coffee. It can really help a lot. So use the code DNVR20 for 20% off. If you're a first time customer, DNVR25 will eat 25% off at StravaCraftCoffee.com.